Our first reading today comes from Genesis chapter two. These are the generations of the heavens and the earth when they were created. In the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, when no plant of the field was yet in the earth and no herb of the field had yet sprung up, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth and there was no one to till the ground, but a stream would rise from the earth and water the whole face of the ground. Then the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and the man became a living being. Our second reading comes from our Psalm, chapter 51, please read responsively. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love and your great compassion, blot out my offenses. Wash me through and through from my wickedness and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my offenses and my sin is ever before me. Against you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So you are justified when you speak and write in your judgment. Indeed, I was born steeped in wickedness, a sinner from my mother's womb. Indeed, you delight in truth deep within me, and you would have me know wisdom deep within. Remove my sins with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be purer than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness that the body you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my wickedness. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and sustain me with your bountiful spirit. Let me teach your ways to offenders and sinners shall be restored to you. Rescue me from bloodshed, O God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. For you take no delight in sacrifice, or I would give it. You are not pleased with burnt offering. The sacrifice of God is a troubled spirit, a troubled and broken heart, O God, you will not despise. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. <clears throat> Our gospel today comes from Mark chapter one. And the spirit immediately drove Jesus out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness 40 days, tempted by Satan, and he was with the wild beasts and the angels waited on him. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You know, It's kind of been a weird time planning for Ash Wednesday and planning for Lent. It kind of feels like this last year, we've been living in a Lenten season that we've gotten breaks from, but not totally. 
like last year's Lent didn't ever really end in some ways. With all we've given up with the time of solitude and prayer we found ourselves in, with times of repentance and heart changing throughout this year, it feels like we have been in this wilderness time for a while now. We've been fasting from our usual activities, ones that bring us joy and connection, ones that we miss dearly right now. And so for Ash Wednesday this year, for Lent as a whole, these 40 days leading up to Easter, I just don't think the message we need today is the same kind of message I have preached on other Ash Wednesdays. It doesn't really feel like we need the same solemn focus on our mortality and frailty, partly because as death tolls in our country and in our world continue to rise from COVID-19, as we continue to wait for vaccination appointments to open, as we continue to deal with this pandemic, we don't really need a reminder of mortality and frailty, do we? We are already really aware of human mortality. And for all of those who are in higher risk groups affiliated with COVID who are struggling to get appointments for vaccinations, remembering mortality and dwelling in the fragility of our human bodies, well, I just don't think we need much more of that right now. And I think that there is more to this season, to Ash Wednesday and to Lent as a whole, than death and fasting and melancholy. I think that we can still continue to pray and to repent and to move towards God as our invitation for Lent invited us into at the beginning of our service, that we can continue to pray that God create in us clean hearts as we follow Jesus on his journey to the cross. I don't think that any of that needs to be pushed aside or left out of the conversations we have with each other or with ourselves or in our prayers during this season. But I wonder if we can actually go a little bit deeper than we've done in previous years, because we can kind of say, okay, we know, we know about the fasting and the giving up and the repentance and the prayer and the meditation. We know, and that's part of our time as well, but what else? I thought this year, rather than using the same scriptures that are usually, that are set by the lectionary calendar, I would seek out the scriptures that speak to some of our traditions around this day, around this season in general. Generally, what we hear on Ash Wednesday is sort of the opposite of what we expect from scripture for this day. We hear about Jesus angrily calling people vipers and telling them that their practices of fasting and prayer are being done for the wrong reasons and calling everyone hypocrites. And we get to focus often about the fast that God chooses in Isaiah around justice and hope for the marginalized. We get to focus in on all of these ways in which we are invited into this season into something different in the ways in which we observe this time with Jesus towards the cross. But I wanted to focus around 
dust and prayer and 40 days in the wilderness. Because each year, we are also reminded on this day, on Ash Wednesday, you are made from dust and to dust you shall return. And I have felt moved by those words every year that I have heard them said to me as someone has placed a cross of messy ashes on my forehead. And I have felt that in my being, this remembrance of mortality, this hope in the cross. But I've been hearing it differently this year. I've been hearing it with an eye or an ear towards hope, towards seeking gospel in the midst of Lent. Because yes, this is sort of the time where we remember that we were made from dust. And it can be the same sort of message each year where we give something up for the 40 days and we um, spend extra time in prayer and meditation and our music sometimes is a little bit more depressing. Personally, I like it, but um, I don't know. I just felt that maybe we could do a little bit more than that solemn ceremony for Ash Wednesday, because I think that we do forget in this season on this day that whatever we use to remember the message of death and dust, whether it be actual dust or ashes or dirt or temporary tattoos or even makeup or a marker, there is more to Ash Wednesday than just dust. And most of you, if you know me at all, you know that I'm kind of a nerd, particularly a sci-fi nerd. I love thinking about space and science and techie stuff. And even though sometimes we might feel like our faith and science aren't compatible, it's in moments like today where these two parts of myself connect so easily, where for me, my understanding of science and faith just seem to be undeniable. One of my favorite things is that everything is made of atoms. All of matter, besides energy, is made from these small, seemingly insignificant particles that we can't even see. And I always think about these tiny particles that make up all of creation. And I think about the storytellers of Genesis before the words were ever written on a page. But when they were passed down from generation to generation, the idea that dust are these tiny little particles that you can see when there's lots together, but when, there, when there's just one little speck of dust, we often will miss it. The storytellers of Genesis didn't have any idea what, about what scientists today understand or don't understand about matter in the universe. But there is something about this that for me, I feel deep down everything made of everything. And even if we're not a nerdy kid watching shows about time travel or reading mathematical fiction for fun, we all do understand something. Dust. Dust from the ground, dust from the earth, dust on our shelves, dust seemingly in places where you would never expect dust to be, always just showing up. And even though you've dusted that space a hundred times, 
somehow it's always still there. We understand dust. And it is the same, especially when you start really looking at it, the same as dirt, the same as ash, dust from the ground, dust from creation, the tiny particles of the universe that God breathed life into to create us. We are all made from those same tiny particles that came together that were filled with breath and life and that we will all return to once again. And I just always imagine because it's so vivid in chapter two of Genesis, God creating man out of dust and breathing into man's nostrils the breath of life. I imagine God holding that dust in God's hand. And I imagine that when we say those words that we were made from dust and will return to dust, I imagine God's hand holding us like something precious. And so instead of solemn remembrance that we were made from dust and to dust we shall return, what if instead today we wonder in the beauty that we are all made from the dust of God's own creation, past, present, and future? What if instead today we wonder at the miracle of God's breath into our nostrils, of God's spirit in us and through us bringing life? What if instead today we give thanks that in the dust we were all formed, connected to God, connected to creation, connected to one another, connected to Jesus. Jesus who in his body on earth made from the dust of creation goes into the wilderness for 40 days after his baptism. Jesus knows what wilderness and temptation and isolation feel like. And so when we feel like specks of dust, when we feel alone in our wilderness, when we feel isolated, when we're hurting or anxious or struggling or just that sort of meh, fine feeling that we all have, because we're all just fine, right? Maybe we can remember that we are made from the same dust of the body of Christ who went to the cross to return to the dust, to return to us. Maybe we can think about the breath, the wind, the spirit of life that was breathed into that first man, God's breath, God's spirit. Maybe we can remember that breath has been breathed into us, into our bodies. So that on this wilderness journey, as we continue in this season over the next 40 days following Jesus to the cross, we know that we are not alone. That even in our most isolating moments, that Jesus is there with us in the wilderness, experiencing all that humanity has to offer. Because Jesus has never been afraid to get his hands dirty. In his life and ministry, Jesus uses the dirt of the earth to heal, to preach repentance, to connect and serve those around him. And as we journey with Jesus this season, rooted and growing where we have been planted, we are reminded once again this day that God, the creator of the entire universe, of every atom, every particle, made us from dust from the dust of the ground, the dust of the earth, the dust of God's creation. And though we know that we will return to that dust, 
connected with all of the saints who came before, we also know and remember that through the cross, we are made new in Christ. Amen.